friends, welcome back to another episode of Let's Not. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm Michelle. And you know what? I just think that we all need to take, just take a moment and take a deep breath. Can we do that? Okay. Yeah. Even you listening, okay? Because I know you're probably at work, shoulders are crunched up, your boss is probably annoying you. So mm-hmm. we're all just going to take a deep breath in. And then we're going to let it out and we're going to let our shoulders drop because last week's episode was kind of exhausting. (laughs) There's a lot of rage. (laughs) So this is all for you. And everyone else. Okay. All right. And everyone else. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, welcome. This episode, we're going to be talking about pet peeves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real quick though, I wanted to touch base because I know at the end of last week's episode when we were talking about Woodstock... I had mentioned that Joe's coworker went and I was like, oh, we could have interviewed him just to kind of get a different, a different perspective. So he said that he loved it. He mentioned that the whole experience was sort of overwhelming. He went with a person he was dating at the time, plus seven of his friends. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) I think that would be fun because it's like you kind of have a group and hopefully everyone's looking out for everyone. That's true. So they re- they rented a van because um, I was like, what's your favorite act? What was the lead? Like, tell me. Mm-hmm. And he said he had two favorite acts. He said Corn was awesome. They were his favorite band. And then he also said Kid Rock was the best performer that he saw. Oh, though. wow. He said everything was perfect for him. And then his least favorite was whoever was in front of Jewel. He fell asleep. He thinks it was Elvis Costello, but he blocked it out. <laughs> Um, and then with the chaos, he said during Limp Biscuit, it wasn't so crazy from his perspective. It was actually cool to see him go out into the crowd. Mm-hmm. He said when they did do the candle lighting, even yeah. he knew at the point, like, why would you do that here in this setting? That's when actual like hell broke loose because yeah. of all the fires. And then it just became insane. He said he wasn't smart enough to take pictures, but he'll never forget seeing all of those massive fires during the chili peppers. Wow. And he didn't learn of the assaults until he got home. And he wanted to mention that he was sober the whole time. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. All right. So yeah, and mm-hmm. it seemed like I know that one of our listeners had commented on our Instagram saying that her dad was there. Do you know that person? Oh yeah, by the way? yeah, that's my friend Marissa. Okay, I thought it was just some person, and yeah. I'm like, well, I'm glad your dad was such an asshole tearing down all this <laughs> stuff. But then you had commented, I was like, okay, maybe Michelle knows her. So <laughs> her her dad is actually so sweet, and he's a firefighter. And um, you know what? We used to objectify him. I'm not gonna lie. Because oh, her dad was hot really? and a firefighter, and he would go running every morning in our town. Mm-hmm. So you'd be, like, just Ugh, staring yeah. out the window. Yeah. Firefighters, they're just, like, wholesome, mm-hmm. you know? Firefighters have never really done it for me, though. No? Mm-mm. I feel like that's the only time that it's, like, that classic American look does it for me. Mm. It's like, oh, you're a firefighter, too? Okay. It's a little – they're a little too muscular for my life. Okay. Like, yeah. a little too buff. Some of them aren't. You yeah. can get a nice range. Okay. All right. I'll keep an eye out next time I see a firefighter. I mean, your building is always on fire. Oh, my so. God. Enough with the fire alarm. 
last night I blew out a candle and it always smokes really bad. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh shit. Like I, I try not to have any smoke. It can't get too hot. Because I'm like, I cannot have the fire alarm going off. It is so traumatizing. It's too much. Okay. And then also uh-huh. let me ramble. And then I want to get to Michelle's passport experience. So I know I talked about I was going to update you guys with the eye doctor appointment. So that got canceled because apparently with my insurance, it's just insane. Michelle and I have both talked about this. We go through like the same health connector. Every other day you don't have insurance or you do and they just send out multiple letters and it's always yes, no, yes, no. And so my plan had changed again, and I guess that changes the doctors or whatever, even though it looks like it's still the same plan. I had to schedule a different doctor, and so I have not gone, but it's going to be next week. So I'll keep you updated. And it's just like, why is this so difficult? Like, it should be a basic right Mm -hmm. to just have – why can't we all have the same health insurance? Like, the same level. (laughs) That's what they try to do with, like, the government-issued one, but it, was for that some one? reason, it's Obamacare. So what happened with that? See, I'm out of the loop. I should be <laughs> – I know that this is embarrassing that I'm like, yeah. I didn't realize that that was Obamacare, but I remember they're like, once you're 25, you're off your parents' insurance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can we just stay on it forever? Yeah. Well, if you don't have parents, they should just give you the health insurance for free. Yeah, it should be more like Social Security where it's like you're just in it. Mm. Like I didn't sign up for my Social Security number. I just got one, right? Yeah. Can I just get a health care plan? Hey, I'm voting for you, Michelle. (laughs) That's my platform. (laughs) (laughs) It makes no sense. And it's like no wonder why people don't take care of themselves because they just make it so hard. Well, it's so hard and then it's so expensive. So expensive. It's depressing. Yeah. But I'm not giving up this fight because I'm going to keep fighting for my up. health. <laughs> I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. And I'm glad that they didn't push you off for months. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you were able to reschedule like a week out. That's well, good. it's a new doctor. So I spent two hours trying to find a doctor because all of them look creepy in their fucking photos. I don't know. It's like you try to vibe with the doctor <laughs> based off their fucking uh-huh. picture that is 12 years old. Yep. And you try to look them up on Facebook mm-hmm. to see what they're posting about. Like. <laughs> And okay. I'm just like, I'm like, right. I'm like, am I being too much of a control freak? Should yeah. I just let it go? But I've never followed up with a Facebook search of a doctor, but oh, really? oh no, mm. well, you're in there. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I love that you say this when I think back to our astrology uh-huh. episode and you're like, you think I'm nosy? <laughs> But that's for my own my own benefit. No, I like mm-hmm. I have to look out for myself. Oh yeah. Like if you started dating a guy, Michelle, and you're like, "Hey, I met this," I would do this yes. for you too. No, I get that. It's because I care. All right, I. You know what? You're not nosy. You just care a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Only nosy about the important things, maybe. All the luck to you. Thank you. So, how did the passport situation go? So it wasn't that bad. We are going on a trip to Portugal this December, and so that's three months out, three and a half months time. out. So mm-hmm. much time. And passports are so expensive to get redone. It was like 145 dollars each oh, to wow. reissue them, but. I'm getting like buyer's remorse a little bit because oh, no. he asked, do you want this expedited? And I said, no, because it says 14 weeks is the time, mm-hmm. which is like right, right on the Michelle, cusp. Michelle, but it's COVID. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So just spend another $80 to get it expedited. So I didn't. So I didn't. Ugh. It'll be fine though. It's going to be fine, right? It'll Sam, be fine. you're the wrong person to ask. <laughs> 
spirally. I'm looking in your I'm eyes like, and you're just like. Can you call them and just ask them? It'll be fine. It's the beginning of I September. Know. I just don't want to like pay. Three months. It's too much money. Yeah. I didn't want to pay for extra things because then also. That's so they get you. They get you on everything now, Sam. So we bought the tickets maybe two weeks ago. And maybe if I had done the passports beforehand, I would have paid for it. But we just, I paid for the tickets recently and that was an arm and a leg, which the actual tickets themselves, we got a good deal. But then I had upgraded from the basic low level, whatever, because it literally just lets you bring on a carry on and you have a meal and that's it. And so I paid $100 more for each ticket so that we could check a bag, which is necessary because it's going to be winter. So we're going to have a shit ton of heavy clothes and then also pick our seats. But then it was an extra $200 to choose your seat. It's two different planes each way. And so it's like $35 each to pick your seats and then $16 each to pick your seats on the, the connecting flight. And then the same on the way back. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? But I was asking Jake, should we even pay for that? He's like, you really want to spend 10 hours just completely on different parts of the plane? I was like, no. Mm. So you you end up spending the money because- But even if you buy the two tickets together, there's a chance that they wouldn't- They might separate you. There's like a good chance that they'll they'll put you together because you bought them at the same time. But then there's also a chance that they'll put you wherever- What if you are a mom and it's a kid? No one wants to travel separately from their person they're traveling with. Oh my gosh. But you have to think of all the extra one-seater seats that are open. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't want to spend that extra $250, Mm. then whatever- yeah, they would have, I would have paid. Yeah, yeah, mm. we paid. Flying on planes is so strong. I mean, that's mm-hmm. an episode all on its own, but mm-hmm. I'm always like, I'll pay to pre-check. I'll pay to have all the details beforehand yeah. so I can prepare myself. So rob me of my money because uh-huh. I'm the sucker. I'm the one that gets overwhelmed. It's like, stop yeah. abusing uh-huh. my weakness. You know what you're doing. <laughs> Hopefully it'll feel like a vacation. It will be fine. And we're also going, I'm pretty sure the name of the company is Lufthansa. Mm -hmm. It's like a Swedish or Norwegian or something company. And we used to take them a lot when we were kids. And they are so nice. It's like roomy and the meals are nice. They give you a bunch of snacks and stuff. Because there was also an option to go United. United is the worst. I was like, I am not going to be on a plane for 10 hours in a United plane. Yeah. Give me that European shit. for that. I know. I just want a private jet. (laughs) Not even a jet. Give me a private helicopter. Oh, okay. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. No big deal. And just have energy drinks and nachos on the plane. Um, Also, I do have to say, (laughs) today is me and Jake's wedding anniversary oh my god oh, thank Happy you anniversary thank you what, um, what anniversary three yep no third it is uh the third time in a row that we forgot so oh, that's fun <laughs> at least you both forgot we always forget that's and adorable guess who always reminds us it's amy i woke up this morning at seven and i checked my instagram and at 6 30 she had dm's me happy anniversary and i was like thank you so much for like reminding me because now i can hold this over jake's head and then jake came in the room i was like do you know what day it is he's like it's wednesday and i was like but what day is it and he's like ah shit it's our wedding anniversary isn't it 
How um, sweet. We never remember. Let's not forget to cherish the small, <laughs> appreciate the small things, Michelle. For real, though. We always remember our dating anniversary, but yeah. this one hasn't stuck yet. Does it feel like it's been three years? No. I, I feel like we've been married for 19 years. Oh. It's been forever. I'm sorry. No, it's a good I'm just joking. It's, it's fine. <laughs> we were actually randomly the other day, because I've been watching a lot of uh, Married at First Sight, mm-hmm. like I told you, and it's really tough for them because obviously they don't fucking know these people, so yeah. strike one. <laughs> um, but I was telling Jake, I feel like even outside of this show, a lot of people are always like, that first year, man, or like marriage is really tough. It's a lot of work and stuff. And thankfully, it doesn't ever feel like work. Ever. Why do they say the first year is tough? I don't know. Not anymore, but back in the day, that's when you lived together for the first time and you're oh, yeah, learning yeah, yeah. all those quirks and shit, but we've lived together since we were 22, so mm-hmm. what the fuck am I going to find out about him that I don't already know? Yeah. But it hasn't been tough and it's not work and it's a good time. I love that for you. Thank you. Um, so happy anniversary, Jake. We'll get him next year. And me too, because this is our first anniversary because you guys are adopting me, so... <laughs> This is our first anniversary together. This is Got You Sam Day. Happy, <laughs> Happy Got You Sam Day. <laughs> Love it. Well, um, since you were talking about the airplanes and stuff, it made me think of annoying stuff when you fly. Um, and so let's get okay. into the pet peeves. I'm excited to see what our listeners submitted. Yeah, we got a good Did amount. you look at any of them I beforehand? Did. I looked at some of them. Were you like, yeah, or were you like, oh, I've never thought of that? There was most of them I agreed with. There was mm. a few where I was like, oh, Sam's not going to agree with this, but <gasps> I do. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Okay. And so for anybody that might not know what a pet peeve is, a pet peeve is a minor annoyance that an individual finds particularly irritating to them to a greater degree than would be normal. Because I also, a few people did write in with things like um, racism, and I'm like, that that's a big thing. That's, that, yeah. A pet peeve is more like you leave the toilet seat up. Yep. And it causes me irrational anger. Yes. But racism does too. But, you know, it's Obviously, like a bigger thing. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But agreed. <laughs> Definitely agreed. I mean, you're just a shitty human being. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. Like a pet peeve is, I hate that you do this, but I don't want you to get hit by a car. But I mean, obviously if you're racist. Yeah, I do. See, see you never because the car is going to hit you and well, should we wish death? (sighs) Wish awakening. Maybe the car hits you and you you realize life is too short to Mm -hmm. be so hateful Mm -hmm. and ignorant. And you find out that the doctor is actually oh the type of I person like that, that. You hate, mm-hmm. and they're the only reason that you're fucking alive, you monster. Yep. So maybe change your ways. Yeah. There we go. All right, I like that spin. <laughs> All right, so we did mild categories, but we'll we'll just see how this goes. Okay. What would you say is your biggest pet peeve in? general i i can already see you have like 19 here so well i'll try it it's like how do you limit it i almost okay sam i almost did a top three i was like no because if i do a top three she'll want five (laughs) (laughs) okay fine um rude people is that too vague no 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 yeah rude people i'll just give you an example not holding the door for you are you talking about strangers yes everybody everybody yeah okay yeah Mm -hmm. I get that. It's one thing if they don't notice you, they're rushing in, whatever. But Mm -hmm. when somebody can obviously see that you're right behind them, keep the door open. And also, I'm just going to say this and then I'll 
be done. Also, is when you're going into a place Mm -hmm. and you're opening the door for yourself, someone's coming out, they think you're opening the door for them. Uh And you're like, no, I was opening the door for myself. Like you're on the wrong side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you only like it for you. No. (laughs) It's like they can't even see me. And so I open it and they're like, and they just walk past me. They like slither out. No. Okay. Now you're just making me sound like a big old bitch. (laughs) Just forget it. Well, it seems like you want people to open the door for you. But you don't want to open the door no, for No, even people. if I open the door for someone, the person comes out, will barge through the way. Mm-hmm. And so then we have, we both have to wait. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I wasn't opening the door for you. Yeah. I was opening it for the person, this person. And they don't even say thank you. Oh, okay. I see what's happening yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. I don't like it when people do that and they don't say thank you. But the right of way is let people out before you go in. So what used- if I'm on the right side and they're on the... Like, I should all, you should always be on the right side. The other people should always be on the left. Sure. Yes on that. But if they're leaving an establishment and you're going in, you let them out first. Because that used to drive me crazy taking subways and stuff when people would try to get onto the subway mm-hmm. and not let the people that are getting off at oh, that no, stop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm explaining it wrong. Like, that, I agree. Like, yeah. even subway, like, on the subway trains and stuff like that, I do let people, because it's like, how else are they going to get off? Yeah. Like, fucking move out of uh-huh. the way. But no, I mean, it's like, they clearly go out of their way to get to the open door because they're too lazy to go out their own door to just got open it. it themselves. I got it. We're talking a multi-door situation yes. like at a mall. Yes. Where instead of just opening their door to go out, they try to sneak out the door you're opening to come in. Yeah, that I'm opening for someone else that's also coming 100%. in. 100%. We got, see, we got there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it? Just rude people. Leave it at that. <laughs> We got a whole Abbott and Costello routine with this door situation. Yep. Um, okay. You? I'm with you. So my biggest pet peeve, and I don't want to offend anybody, but it's just the term that I think best describes it mm-hmm. is theater kid energy. So what do you mean by that? It's people that um, are just too high energy and type A and perfectionists and they're always on mm-hmm. like all the time. And we need people in the world that are that type of person 100%. But I'm always at maybe like a level four. And so it's a lot for me. Mm-hmm. If you were described as like a precocious kid, like yeah. you're just always on. How exhausting. Yeah. And this what might- are they always on about? Like say if they're just always if at a level I 10. had theater kid energy, how would uh-huh. I be acting right now? You would just be over eagerly on top of it and like and this Mm. and that and this and that and it's just it's never okay chill you know it's uh leah michelle on glee it's jan from rupaul's drag race it's this and i feel like it does have a lot to do with being like an actor like you know you're always over dramatic Mm -hmm. to get your point across but it just it's in your life too it's not it's not just on it's not left on the stage got it that energy is too much for me. So when did you notice that that was something you were not crazy about? Always. Elementary school, the like super hyper kids. The teacher's pet kids. Yes, the teacher's pet. Yeah. High school, I tried out for drama and I was like in the back room with everybody for auditions and I was like, oh, this is not my scene. Yeah. And then I went heavy into art. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
same here. Like I remember taking drama my freshman year and it was too much. Like, and the people that were in my class, I did not like them because of their energy. And I was like, this is too bad that this is what it is. And I wish I would have stuck it out, but Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, and I don't think it's every kid that does theater. No. And I don't think this is actually the thing, but it comes off in genuine because you can't be at that level all the time. So then I start to think you're not a genuine person because how can you be like this? But I do think some people are just Mm -hmm. at that level all the time. Yeah. Do you think that a person who has theater kid energy can be with another person who has that kind of energy? It's like, do they feed off of each other or does one have to have more of the spotlight? I can see it being a conflict, but I can also see it being like, well, who else would put up with you? Yeah, my thoughts exactly. All right. Let's keep this going. (laughs) Um, So what are your biggest pet peeves in a work environment? Okay, so I hate when the boss work piles on the good employee, like gives the good employee everything to do because they know that the sucky employee, Michelle's like, bitch, that was us. (laughs) I took on all of your work. (laughs) That wasn't us. (laughs) Because the boss... They don't want to be a boss and Mm -hmm. let the sucky employee know like, hey, you suck. You're going to get fired. Like you need to step it up. So they're too afraid for that conflict. So they just pile, abuse, and take advantage of the good employee because they know like, oh, they're going to do it because they naturally like being the good employee. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I hate it so much. No. Because that it is. It's taking advantage of. Yeah, it's not fair at all. Nope. My biggest one is because I do graphic design. I hate it when anybody starts a conversation with, oh, it's going to be super easy. I just need you to do this. Because I never go to anybody else in any other profession and say, oh, no, it's like no big deal. Just put up this backsplash. Because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's easy. And I don't know if it's simple. If it's so easy and simple, you fucking do it. But you don't know how to. Yeah. So don't be telling. No. So don't. <laughs> Take the backsplash when Bovice was here. Should we do it horizontal? Like, you yeah. know best. Do it however is easiest for you. But I'm never like, oh my God, it's going to be so simple. It'll only take you like an hour. Because I don't fucking know how long it takes. No. And I don't want to like downplay or diminish what he does. And be yeah. like, oh, it should be really simple, right? I, I hate that. I agree. I hate agree. That. Mm-hmm. Deep breath. We need multiple deep breaths during this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So what about what irks your nerves in a relationship? So I hate licks, pinches, and bites. I'm not talking sexually. Different arena. <laughs> the feeling of a pinch or a bite out of nowhere That pain is so irritating to me and or even when Jake will lick my arm because he knows I fucking hate it. Yeah. It's so annoying to me. I don't know why. I'm getting angry just thinking about it. That's how I feel when people tickle me. Like it just makes me so angry. I'm like, it's so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and painful. Why? Or like the pinch behind the arm. Yes. Like elbow to the face. Watch out. (laughs) Better watch out. Watch your ass. (laughs) Oh, watch your ass. Yeah. Um, how about you? Well, yours is like fun and mine's real life. Um, not <laughs> listening. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, of course. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve in a friendship? Okay, so I think we're both meaning the same thing for this, maybe. Probably. 
Um, and we even talked about it on our first episode. Oh, yeah, with our, we did. Yeah, with our friend episode. When a friend messages me and they're like, hey, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, I really don't want to leave my house, but I do want to see you. And it's like, yeah, what do you want to do? And it's, well, what do you want to do? And it's like, if I knew what I wanted to do, I would have been the one to text you mm-hmm. first. You're the one that reached out, which I greatly appreciate, yeah. but... Just tell me what you would like to do. You had something in mind. Mm-hmm. What's the perfect hangout for you? Tell me the details yep. and I will come along for the ride. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. I don't want, like, just tell me what time, tell me what place, yeah. what day. That's all I need to know. Yep. I love you, but don't ask me what I feel like doing. Don't mm-hmm. ask me this place or that or what time, this time or that. It's like, just give me the details yeah. and I will say yes or no. If it doesn't work for me, I will then say no, this and this and this. Yeah. Actually, Friday works better at three. Yeah. It's like if someone were to ask you out on a date and then, and then they're like, Hey, would you like to go on a date? Oh, sure. So what do you want to do? Like what? Di- I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, just, yeah. Present me the the hangout mm-hmm. it's even worse in like a group text Ooh. setting oh I hate that when everybody's just like whatever works best for you whatever works best for you whatever works best for you uh, I just I usually wait until it solidifies a little bit more and then I just say yes yeah <laughs> I can do that yep um which probably is a pet peeve for somebody else mm-hmm. like Michelle doesn't respond until like she puts no effort <laughs> I also feel like I'm usually the more flexible person in all of the scenarios Mm because I work remote. I don't have kids. I don't have like a lot of time sensitive things. So it's like I am very flexible. Yeah. So really tell me what works best for you because I can probably fit it in. Yeah. 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 I can accommodate a lot. Do you want to do family? Um, Family. I don't. Like when people are like, well, that's your family. Let the toxic behavior slide. It's like, you wouldn't wouldn't have your partner do this kind of behavior to you. You wouldn't let your friend get away with certain behaviors. So just because they're your family does not mean that it's okay. You can't let someone who is not taking responsibility for their own behavior, let it slide because it's family. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get maybe you're not going to cut them out, but Mm -hmm. they need to know like what they're doing wrong or if they're doing something to make you feel a certain way. I just, or maybe it's because I really don't have family. So I'm just like, peace out. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) No, I I completely get what you're saying. And I agree with it. Because I feel like lately I have been calling out. Usually before, I'm like, I see my mom once a year. There's not even a point to Mm -hmm. get into a lot of things. But now I'm just like, listen, bitch, gay marriage is fine. You know, like, and... Let's have a conversation about it. Yeah. And what is surprising about when you start doing that is that you do start to see them changing their mind or seeing it from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's like sometimes you just got to challenge that shit. Yeah. And they might not even be aware of certain things and stuff. And it's not like you should wish death on them or that you'll (laughs) never talk to them. I'm not being crazy here, but there should be a mutual respect. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're not bringing that energy to the relationship, why should you have to deal with it? Yeah. Just because they're family. Yeah. And it's like, sure, they're always going to be there. Mm -hmm. You can be there, but in the background then. (laughs) Bye. What is your biggest pet peeve like in public with a stranger? It's just, I don't like people in my bubble, in my space. Yeah. Like if I'm looking at something, you don't need to be right up on my ass. If I'm checking out, 
using my credit card, putting in info, you don't need to be right there with me. Like I feel like, <laughs> like say if I'm at the cash register, yeah. like the ATM card slider, you shouldn't be right there either. You need to be all the way at the back putting your things mm-hmm. on the conveyor belt. You need to be back there. Yep. Give me some space. Be respectful because I do that. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't want to be up in your space. Nope. Yeah. And I felt that way pre-COVID. But they're creeping back in. Ooh, they're creeping back in. Yeah. So mine is, maybe this is more of a tourist town thing, but God damn it, Salem. Working in Salem, living in Salem, you know where you're going. You're be you're not even beelining it. You're just walking normally, mm-hmm. and every two minutes, somebody is stopping abruptly, turning around, forgetting where they're going, looking at their phone, trying to find their friends, and it is every six feet in Salem. Mm-hmm. Oof. I hate that as well. Get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Like if you're step on your phone, side. step to the side. Yeah. Like it's a walking, like you don't mm-hmm. do this when you're driving in no. traffic. No. Go to the side. Let's go. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. People actually have to get to their shift. All right. So what's your pet peeve with traveling, driving, traveling and driving? Um. So it's traveling. It's people talking to me when I very clearly don't want to be talked to. I used to do a lot of public transportation in high school, getting to my job, and then in college going back home. And just traveling as a single female is an open invitation, its own. Right. Um, But I just remember, like, in college, when I would go home, usually I was drawing to, like, do homework, and then that's an invitation for people to talk to you if you're drawing. So then I would start reading, still too much of an invitation, headphones in, still... Miss, miss, miss. Why? I don't. I have some stories about public transportation. It was never oh a dull moment. I would love to hear them. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't want to talk to you. No. Well, with driving, I just, it is not that hard to use a fucking blinker. It's literally mm. right by your finger. It's a finger away. Just do it. You're in the wrong state, baby girl. I am. <laughs> I've, I've learned that. Like, I get so picky with it, Michelle, is that if I, well, not here because you guys do not play around and I'm not trying to get in a car wreck. <laughs> but... Back in Kansas, like say if you're say if you're merging and you need to merge because the lane's gonna end and I'm in the lane next to the lane that's gonna end, you better put on the blinker because I'm not gonna let you get over. Like mm-hmm. I don't even though the lane's ending and I know you have to get over. Yeah. How am I supposed to know without you using your blinker? Now like use don't, that blinker. don't just assume <laughs> that I'm looking out for you. I'll see it if you use the blinker, uh-huh. but if you're not, I'm gonna be like if you're not yeah. going to use your blinker, I'm not going to let you straight in. ahead. You're going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. That blinker signifies that you want to come up in here. Exactly. And it's it's like, hello, uh-huh. may I get here? Mm-hmm. And I'm it's like, polite. oh my God, yes, yes. please. You're yeah. more than welcome. Uh-huh. But no blinker, it's like barging in. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's somebody you didn't invite to the party. Exactly. Okay, uh, food-related pet peeves. Smacking and chewing with your mouth open. Mm. Which, the smacking comes from chewing with your mouth open. Joe, no offense, I know you're listening, but Joe smacks all the time, and I can hear it from a mile away. (laughs) Like, if I'm in my office and he's out in the living room Uh eating, I just hear him and he's like... And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so one time I finally said something. Like, I look at him like he just Mm -hmm. did something awful. And I'm like, what are you doing? 
He's like, I'm eating my food. What? And I'm like, you're smacking. Yeah. And he's like, I am. And I'm like, yeah, you're like, and he's like, I'm just chewing. Like Uh no one ever taught you that that was rude. And he's like, no. I'm like, really? Was it taught to you that smacking is rude? Yeah. You don't eat with your mouth. It's like, yeah. I don't normally with normal foods, but I I don't know why this happens. But I do chew with my mouth open with fruit. I don't know what, like when I'm eating grapes, Mm -hmm. I just don't realize I'm doing it. But Jake does. And he always just looks at me and goes, (laughs) you, he always tells me this, that I eat fruit like a raccoon. Like those videos of raccoons eating. He's like, you are that. How cute. I think it's one of his pet peeves. (laughs) It's a cute pet peeve. (laughs) It's, uh, I don't know. It's with nothing else though. Yeah. To be honest, I really don't. And it's mostly with grapes. Yeah. Which also contributes to the raccoon sensation of it. <laughs> but yeah, for some reason with grapes, I smack. But it's cute, so whatever. It's, I'm, I'm a raccoon. I'm a raccoon. <laughs> Joe's not cute. <laughs> um, mine is very similar, but it's even a step further when people are just trying to talk to you. Mm-hmm. With the biggest mouth full of food. Makes me want to throw up. So past the pet peeve. If somebody has something like white and creamy in their mouth and they're like talking to you through a mouthful of food, it repulses me. I'm a very dry person when it comes to food Mm -hmm. and I'm not a big condiment person and I'm 100% not a creamy condiment person. So I don't like mayo. I don't really like blue cheese or ranch or anything. Like I can do ketchup and mustard and that's really how exciting it gets. I love mayo. Watching somebody eat like a chicken salad or an egg salad and they're trying to talk to you. And obviously when you're talking to people, you're like looking in their eyes and their mouth area. Yeah. And there's just all this creaminess rolling around in there. Ew. Oh. <laughs> it's a bizarre one. But I feel like. <laughs> Which the- is why I never eat in front of Michelle. No. no! <laughs> I'm over here smacking. You're over here eating cream cheese. Yep. <laughs> um, technology. Uh, technology. Okay, so I don't know who... It's my own fault. Mm-hmm. So I have notification thrashing. And what I mean by this is... So say if I am in an app, the notifications will come down and I'm about to touch the screen and then the oh. notifi- notification comes and it like throws me in another app or something. It's my own fault, but I just... Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. I get so angry. Yeah, that would drive me insane. And I'm just like, uh, like, no, I don't want to see Blue Cat 99 go live on Instagram. I'm trying to do work right now. It's always the go live, and I don't know if you can even disarm that. I don't know if you Disable can. Disable that. It's my own fault. Um... But as far as technology, like, what were you thinking? Like, just people posting on stuff or whatever? That um, I had written originally was not having an online presence is a mm-hmm. pet peeve of mine. If I'm looking for pizza and you don't have your menu online yeah, or, like, an online ordering system. I can get past an online ordering system, but if you don't have your menu, what? what I'm just doing? going to the next one. How are you in business? Yeah. Same with like salons, all of it. Like yeah. I have an online presence at yep. this point in the game. But my all-time one is I don't like LOL. Not even when I do it? I like it when you do it because I know you're actually laughing. Mm-hmm. Like it's a ha-ha-ha. I always use ha-ha-ha. I'm going to but... start ha-ha-haing. <laughs> I've always done that. I've just never really liked using LOL to begin with. And then it's been used so condescendingly to me mm-hmm. by multiple different people that I, it's lost its funness. Yeah. It's, I've seen it used condescendingly more often than like an actual like, 
oh, I'm laughing at that joke. It's usually like, LOL, you're so fucking stupid. That's what this LOL yeah. means. Yeah. I've seen a few of those condescending LOLs, so I get it. Yeah. Um, ba ba bum Fashion. This one's odd. I'm seeing yours, and I'm like, what? Really? Well, yours. I was like, relax, Michelle. Like, it's life, a pet peeve. It's mine. Are- on. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if it's I don't like zip-up hoodies, or if I don't like the fact that people call them hoodies, and they're not hoodies. Oh, okay. They're zip-ups. They're okay. not... Hoodies are what you put over your head. Uh-huh. Got it. Zip-ups are like the zip-up jacket. It might it's, have a hood. It might have a hood. Uh-huh. But it's not a hoodie. But it's a zip-up. It's primarily a zip-up. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, Joe and I always argue about this because there's all these cool, like, horror shirt companies that we love, and he's always like, oh, they have a hoodie. And I'm like, oh, they do have a hoodie? Yeah. Yeah, and he'll show me. I'm like, Joe, that's not a hoodie. It's a zip-up hoodie. Okay. I guess. But it's just not the same. And it's like, make up your mind. Are Mm -hmm. you a jacket or a hoodie? (laughs) And also when people call hoodies sweaters. It's not a... Oh, no, no, no. There's um, Mm -mm. a zip-up jacket, there's a hoodie, there's a sweatshirt, and there's a sweater. They're all different things. All different. Not the same. A, a sweatshirt in my head is like what you're wearing. Yes. A crew neck sweatshirt. Joe no calls hood. these sweaters. No. No. A sweater is like knitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, I know, Michelle. <laughs> this episode is just so that Joe learns a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Joe. <laughs> no, I agree with you because I'm, I'm thinking about it. And if I said, hey, can you grab me a hoodie? And somebody brought me not a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Not the same. I, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but... No, no, no. It's not the same. It's a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> You're right. Um, I got you on that. Uh, my thing is the extra piece of fabric in a bikini top. Like, what do you mean? That little triangle that comes in your bikini top. Oh, the triangle pads. Yeah. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah, hate I them. agree. Either be a cup with the full padding or be whatever. I mean, I don't... I personally don't care if you see my areola, my nipple, whatever, but that little triangle gets all folded up in there. It's the worst. If it pops out, I can never get it back in. What is the point of you? Exactly. And you get lost within three washes no matter what. Yep. What is the point of that piece of fabric? And you get turned upside down. Uh It's just like, I'm going to take you out. No. Either if you're not somebody that likes your, like, nipples blasting, I get that. Yeah. Get the bra type of a whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I guess maybe you take better care of that piece of fabric, but it is so annoying to me. Okay. Uh, conversationally. One-uppers, mm. for sure. It's, like, always people that you work with, too. Yeah. Jake does it. Joe does it. He does He's it. not as bad as he used yeah. to be, I don't think. I try to call Jake out because he doesn't do it to me, but I notice if I overhear him talking to the boys or other people at parties, he'll cut them off in the middle of their story to just tell his own story, and it might be mildly related, and I'm just like, do you realize how annoying that is? Yeah. I call him out either after the fact or I'll make it a point that when he shuts up, I'll be like, so what were you saying? Like, how, you know, like, and I'll go back to them, and then he takes the hint, like, Oh, that's right. I just like completely cut them off. I'm an asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> I doubt he ever thinks he's an asshole. <laughs> um, and then uh, I guess mine is scoffing because it's just, it's 
the LOL thing too. Anyone that scoffs at me, I'm just like, you can go fuck yourself right now. Is there an example you can give? I remember this specifically. Once we were having a barbecue at my mom's house, I was maybe like 17 or something. And we had run out of plastic spoons. So my mom said, oh, just go inside of the house and grab the silverware spoons. There was a lot of people there. So I grabbed the teaspoons and I grabbed these long spoons. I think they're like Sunday spoons or something. They're just longer handled. So I grabbed both sets of them and brought them out. And my aunt just scoffed at me for bringing the long handled spoons. And she was like, this is what you bring out. How is this an offensive thing? Yeah. You're like, I'm sorry that I brought options. Yeah. The teaspoons that we had wouldn't be enough to cover all the people that are out here. And this is the backup. Did you want me to bring tablespoons out? Yeah. Was that a better option? Do you want to go inside? Do you want me to even go buy some new spoons? Yeah. It was just like, don't fucking scoff at me. Yeah. Like, what are you adding to the situation? Exactly. Don't scoff at me when I'm trying to figure it out and you're not doing anything to help. Yeah. It's my thing. Yes. (sighs) I absolutely agree. Okay. Now that we're up here. Yep. I decided that we should probably do like the opposite of a pet peeve. One, two, whatever you got that is like a minor thing that's really not that big of a deal, but for some reason it brings you a lot of joy. Like a warm fuzzy. I would say when I'm out walking with Raven and Mm -hmm. when people compliment her. Like they'll compliment her on like her qualities, even though they don't know her. Like there was one, I told you about this. There was one lady who saw Raven and I, and she was like, she looks like a really good friend. And I was like, she is a really good friend. Like that just melted my heart. I love that. It's like, if you talk to dogs and if you talk Mm -hmm. to my dog, I know not all people like strangers talking to their dogs and stuff yeah but it just it melts my heart yeah Mm -hmm. I love that so I'm like I don't care that you see me but if you like notice my dog Uh if you notice a living creature I'm like Uh bless your soul oh I love that Mm -hmm. um mine is okay so I had three but let me do it down to two okay because I'll just combine one um I love the smell of mothballs Like a surprise mothball smell Mm -hmm. just transports me back to like family houses and older people's. I don't know. That smell just makes me happy, which is such a weird smell. I love that. Yeah. And especially when you're not expecting it. Like when we got this buffet, when you open it, like there's like a smell of mothballs. I just love it. Um, So I know what to get you for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then also... I love it when the cats get the zoomies. Oh my god. And they just get the devil in them and they just start zooming around. Yeah. Um, and this was my third one, but I'll combine it. Jake also sometimes gets his version of the zoomies. Oh. Um, or like at night. <laughs> so embarrassing for him. <laughs> oh my god. He'll just, he'll be like winding down for bed but then he'll like get like a little jolt of energy and he'll Uh just be like and he'll do that (laughs) or he'll start like howling or like hissing at me Mm -hmm. and just making like weird little noises and I'm like oh here he goes and then he like gets even more yeah zoomed up I don't know it's literally like the cat's getting the zooms oh my god but it brings it brings me so much happiness yeah That's, Even though it's annoying. Yeah. Um, okay, well, since you had a few all. Mm-hmm. So with the mothballs, that reminds me, like, I get like that with the smell of tinsel. 
Like, it just takes me back to being a kid at my granddaddy's house with, like, Christmas. Mm -hmm. I just love – every time I see tinsel, I'm like, Joe, stick your face in it. I'm like, doesn't this smell so good? And I just want to suffocate it. Yeah. Like, suffocate myself. It smells so good. I love it. Um, And since you gave Jake a little cute compliment, let me try to find one. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Um, This is really simple, but because Joe and I, we work on separate, like, opposite schedules. He works third shift. So in the mornings, I love making the bed and I don't, I stopped making it because Joe just comes home and sleeps in it and it would always make me like, I don't know, something about making your bed just starts your day off, right? Yeah. So I try to make it a little bit now if I can, but when he wakes up at the end of the day, he'll make the bed and I haven't even been in the bedroom. So when I'm getting ready to go to sleep and it's late at night, I walk in and the bed's made and I'm always like, Joe, thank you for making the bed. Like, I love it so much because- just like crawling into a made yes. bed just feels so nice. Oh, it's so much better than mm-hmm. an unmade bed. Yeah. It's it's happy. Uh-huh. But an unmade bed, it's like, oh my god, my day. I did not get enough done. I didn't I you know. know. Like I don't feel that great. Right. Uh. I'm just like, what was I hung over this morning? Like, what I the know. fuck? Get your life together. Yes. <laughs> it is very much like get your life together moment. <laughs> Have some respect for yourself. <laughs> you are 32. <laughs> Come on. Um, okay. Yay. All right. I feel better. So let's talk about some other people's problems. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I have some from Abby, and she says, I have a few. This is also my humor, so don't take offense, but also actual pet peeves. Not using your turn signal. Yep, amen. What? Were they an option the year your car was manufactured? The rest of us can't read your mind, and your driving is kind of crazy. (laughs) Tell them, Abby. Tell them. They're not optional. (laughs) Um, my husband laying trash on the counter above the trash can. What the fuck, dude? It's 16 inches higher. (laughs) Just put it in the actual trash can. Love it. So this one comes from Kaylee. And they said, when people have the attitude or explicitly say, if you don't like slash do X, we can't be friends. I know most of the time it's used in a joking way, but it feels very closed minded and aggressive and dismissive. I don't like people with attitudes like that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. When when people are like, oh, you don't watch The Office? Guess we can't be friends. Oh, like I that. see. Okay, bye, bitch. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> That's a perfect one. Got it. Mandy wrote in and said, whispering in my ear or hearing that ASMR whispering on TikTok. Oh, yes. Mm. How do you I? It does the opposite for me, ASMR. So I actually do love ASMR, but mine is, I like more of the tapping, a little whispering. It's more if I could hear the in it, but not Mm -hmm. the, not the like, the clicking and the sucking and the saliva sounds. Okay, so what I watch on ASMR is ASMR makeup to where it's tapping and like a brush is on the camera, or if it's like hair brushing, like hair play. I fucking hate it all. It zonks me out. It makes me enraged. Even hair brushing? Yes. It doesn't make you feel like someone's playing with your hair? No. Really? No. Wow. So you do not get the tingles. I forget what it's called. I don't know what it Mm. is either, but I'm not a fan. Well then. I thought everyone was crazy when that became popular. When it became a thing. All right. So this one comes from Lisa. And Lisa says, hearing people chew... People Mm -hmm. making a big scene when I walk in a new place, literally just saying hello loudly is too much. (laughs) 
Yeah. When the foil lid to sour cream or yogurt isn't pulled off all the way. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree. So that second one, I thought that you weren't going to agree because I know that you've told me like, if somebody doesn't greet me when I walk into their business, I'm not going to buy anything. Um. Okay. So I was thinking with their friends, like if I was, I was thinking they meant if they walk into a new place where their friends are at and they're like, hey. Oh. That's what I thought, but you're what you're saying is I think what they mean. Yeah, I mean, not it doesn't have to be loud. It's uh-huh. just like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, not like, hey, how are you? You here for the new candles? Yeah, what are we out shopping for? Like, no, I can't do any of it. Here's a basket. <laughs> Here's a basket I got for you. It's uh-huh. like, no, yeah, I'll I'll literally like pile everything in my arms <laughs> so I don't have to take your basket. <laughs> Bye. So that's going to be – sorry for your ears because that's going to be loud when yeah. you listen to that. <laughs> All right. This one wants to stay anonymous. All right. They also wrote in like six, which I'm here for it. When people leave melty, condescending, half-finished iced coffees around, 100%. Uh, bad tippers, and I'm not even in the service industry. Yep. Over-hashtagging. How do you feel about that? Okay, sometimes you have to. <laughs> You have to. I, well, it's, I don't know. I try to do it at the bottom Mm -hmm. of all of my posts, but it's sometimes when it's like in the actual caption, like hashtag happy Monday. Um, Hope you all have a hashtag great day. Also looking hashtag cute. Yes. Ready for the, ready to hashtag face the day. Uh It's like, can we bring the, take the business and bring it down below? Uh Uh-huh. Um, they also said, when people at a party or on vacation leave half-finished water bottles everywhere, they have a thing with unfinished drinks, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I was like, I don't know if you're going to get a lot with this one. Ice cream places. I'm going to hell for this one. Like sticky, gross picnic tables and people just waiting in line like cattle for melty ice cream. Don't get me started on the whole concept of licking the cone. It's weird. We say this is anonymous Girl, you're anonymous. Don't worry about it. Are they in Massachusetts? I wonder if they drive by the new ice cream place. There's literally, like, it looks like cattle waiting oh, for yeah. ice cream cones. Ice cream, ice cream places on a Sunday evening? Hmm. You're fucked. I get it when it's, like, all melty and drippy and, like, I mean, one of my pet peeves that I didn't talk about is food on kids' faces and posting that on Instagram. Oh, Michelle hates that um, shit. But Don't do it because fans. she always sends it to me and I have to see it. I say, look at this little gremlin with pasta sauce all over his face. I'm supposed to think this is cute. And you're supposed to go buy a package of paper towels because of that? Uh-huh. Keep that mess elsewhere. And then she rounds it off with one last thing, which is tailgaters. Which yes. I'm different. You hate it? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, well, great. Now if you smash into me, I got to get out the insurance. No, and- no. Oh, do you think this is, did we, you mean football tailgating? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we always think completely oh, opposite things. I was thinking like pet- tailgating at parking it? lots. They just said tail- tailgating. Oh. But maybe it's probably what you're talking about, like riding someone's ass driving. Could be one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Destiny mentioned when you're texting and someone wants to call instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wet socks. Whoa. Dirty marker tips. Food that comes in odd numbers. Yes. Oh, like three mozzarella sticks, uh-huh. three chicken fingers. Especially, uh, obviously when you're sharing. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you yeah. wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also when condiments get crusties, 
Ugh, yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And peas. Peas. See, I like those. I like those, like, really insignificant ones. Mm-hmm. Let's not get too aggravated by the small things. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the small things. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, seriously, like, these are fun pet peeves. But try and just take a big old deep breath in yeah. and realize that it's really not a big deal. Let's not let's not let people who do the pet peeves ruin our day. Uh-huh. Like you're not gonna on the way here. People were being crazy driving, and I was getting mad. I was like, "Okay, Sam, it's not gonna ruin your day. Uh-huh. Like, relax, it's fine." Mm-hmm. And then I was fine. Like yeah. I had to say it out loud, but I love it because I thought where you were gonna go with that was let's not let people who do the pet peeves get away with it. <laughs> Let's expose them on social media, tag their accounts, and hashtag the pet peeve that they're doing. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can we do a post where when this episode is out, Mm -hmm. Michelle, it's really simple. It's really easy. It won't take you that much time. (laughs) Do a post of where it's like, tell us the pet peeve and tag the person that does it. Like, let them know. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I think it would be fun. Yes. It would be like a little cute fun. Yeah. Let's do it. That's it. That's it. And another pet peeve is when you listen to this podcast and you don't rate it, but whatever. (laughs) No, I'm joking. (laughs) Well, it's only on like Apple Podcasts. Poor Katie was just like, I'm on Spotify. I was like looking for an hour how to like review. review. Okay. Well, Katie, thank you for spending the time looking for how to review us. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) Maybe just share us in your stories. We'll take that over (laughs) a review. We'll take that over a review if you can't find it. But no, seriously, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh Hopefully you all have a great week. Don't forget to breathe in, breathe out. Yep. We love you so much. It's going to be a great, great week for you. Yes. It's September. Fall will be here soon. Sorry Mm -hmm. for you summer lovers, but... It'll come back around. It'll come back around. Mm -hmm. Honestly, though, it's winter pretty much in two weeks, though. It's going to be here so fast. You better get over it soon. (laughs) (laughs) So in that case, happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com.